Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello and welcome to Friday. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Bridget Fettesy is joining us. She's a spectator uh, uh, com- uh, columnist and a contributing editor there. She's also the host of the weekly dumpster f- Love the name of this. The Dumps Weekly Dumpster Fire on YouTube and Walk-In's Welcome Podcast. Uh, she is somebody that, if you've if you've not heard before, she's very very funny. She is also, I would say, um, uh, rather new, if you will, uh, to common sense. She used to be way way left. Uh, not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. In fact, she's sobered up about ten years ago. She's with us now, but Bridget. What did you say in my office when I said to you, uh, you're living, I can't believe this, you're sober, you've got a child, you're married, yeah. uh, you're living in a suburb here in Texas? Remember what you said yesterday? Yeah, I, I mean, it, I just celebrated 10 years, and if you had told me when I, right before I got sober that I would get sober, I was in Los Angeles wearing hot mm-hmm. pants, running yeah. around, you know, being an empowered yeah. female. Right. And if you had told me that I would have ended up in a Texas suburb as a mom, I would have just uh, kept on drinking. <laughs> I would have been like, what drugs are you on? Give me more. <laughs> We're with Bridget Fetessy next in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. There are some things in life it's safe to roll the dice on, but your car isn't one of them. It's a complicated machine, and even more so with all of the chips that we have now. It's not a question of if, it's always a question of when, and that usually is right after the warranty expires. So get some great coverage now and roll with Car Shield. You'll get protection plan that starts as low as $100 a month. It's flexible, month-to-month coverage. Your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. They now cover uh, more parts than ever before. 5,000 different things could go wrong with your car, and it is all covered, including the big things like transmission, etc., etc. You'll get a price lock guarantee, so no matter how many things are wrong with your car, no matter how many... How many things you file, uh, no matter how many miles you have on your car, your price will never go up. CarShield, I've had them for years for my old trucks. CarShield.com slash Beck. If you're out of warranty, get CarShield. CarShield.com slash Beck. Use the uh, promo code uh, Beck and you'll save 20%. It's 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Well, uh, by the way, it's the beginning. We haven't mentioned yet. It's the beginning of uh, uh, Black History Month. And uh, so today we salute uh, all of those great leaders uh, in black history. Justin Trudeau, uh, the former governor of Virginia, (laughs) and our first black president, Bill Clinton. (laughs) Good job. Uh, Bridget, how are you? I'm going to change my bio to new to common sense. (laughs) (laughs) Great intro. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of true, don't it you is, think? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, so I, I, I read your uh, article, I think it was in The Spectator the other day, uh, that uh, said, said, we're too fat for civil war. <laughs> I just love that. Because I was thinking, man, I think we're headed for civil war. And then I see you say, too fat. <laughs> 
way too fat. Can can you imagine? I mean, you're a history buff. You know yeah. exactly what all of those soldiers during the Civil War endured and went through. And oh, my gosh. How yeah. they had to travel with packs for miles and then run uphill into battles yeah. in the rain. <laughs> When you look at the stats, it's crazy. The average American, I think it's something I am not. Someone has to fact check me on this. But I believe if you walk 20 minutes, you're in the upper percentage of Americans who are in shape. We 20 really minutes. Are tur- we're turning in. I'm, I'm chief among them. We're turning into those people on Wally. Yeah. They're just sitting in the chairs just like, I need another pudding pack. <laughs> yeah, we are. And people will be online in their, you know, studios and being all, we're headed for a civil war. It's like, have you been to Disneyland trying to imagine all those people <laughs> in combat? <laughs> it's not happening. The good news is the enemy <laughs> might run out of ammunition because I don't know if it could penetrate all of our bodies. <laughs> just, you know. Uh, yeah, I yeah, just, I, I'm, I'm not seeing I, it. I, I have heard uh, several people kind of say, you know, I think it's time for a civil war. And I just look <laughs> at them like, are you out of your mind? Have you ever... Have you ever seen civil war just on television from other countries? It's never good. Well, uh, what's wrong with balkanizing? Have you seen the Balkans? I don't want to live there. <laughs> but can it's again like play the tape forward for me. Whenever people say this, I need them to play that tape forward. What does this look like? It's not like we just have red states and blue states. Maybe we have blue cities and red states. Is this rural, rural versus urban? Are we, you know? I and I was saying in the piece, what are the letters home going to be like? We lost the battle for the River Ranch Costco. I mean, what are we fighting? <laughs> How do we, what is it over? How do we know that it's ended? It's, I need, I need people to answer these questions for me. You know, have you heard the people that are like, you know, the problem with the world today <laughs> is modernity. And I'm like, you mean like antibiotics? <laughs> like electricity, heaters, that kind of modernity? Yeah, we've got to go back uh, before modernity, you know, back to a time before the enlightenment. <laughs> no, I don't think we do. <laughs> I think you might be romanticizing what it's like to take a crap outside every night. (laughs) It does feel, you know, Instagram is very much has its finger on the pulse of the kind of basic person that I am and that most people in America are. And there's a great meme that goes around that's like when you want a homestead, but you also like getting things from Amazon in two days, (laughs) you know, and you're like telling your husband, I'm going to get chickens and I'm going to grow my own food. And he's like, "Okay, but you still want that. You still want those seeds. And like, you know, by the end of the day. Yeah, I, I, I follow somebody. My wife just turned me on to him a couple of months ago. I can't remember what the... Uh, but they're up in Montana, I think, <laughs> and they're, uh, they have eight children, and the children churn the butter, and <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Now, they have this beautiful house, you know, uh, and they chose this. They were like, you know what? We're rich enough. Let's make our own butter. I don't, I don't choose that ever. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's, it's crazy how people, and it's, in some ways, it makes sense. I don't trust our food system of anymore. Not the s- system, but I mean, I don't trust the I don't trust the big food corporations yeah. anymore. Uh, and you know, there is a healthy thing to say. 
we've really screwed this up and this society is not necessarily good <laughs> right. you know um but you don't just flush the whole thing down yeah and there is a lot of romanticizing it's it's very you know go read little house on the prairie at the very oh. least or something i there was a whole chapter oh. in one of the, the books that's dedicated just to their spring cleaning an entire chapter of the book <laughs> i know there's an entire chapter of the whole book just about christmas where they got like a sugar cube yeah they're like, they so i remember reading that to my kids and i'm like and we we would just take a couple nibbles off the sugar cube and then we'd put it away for a few days. This is like, what you oh want, guys. No, no, it's not. No, well, we would get not. skinny enough to fight a civil war. <laughs> yeah, for all the wrong reasons, I think. So, uh, so how's motherhood? How's your I child? love it. Um, 21 months. Mm. She's a joy. I. It's so it's so interesting to me how and perhaps this is just getting older, but I spend so much time wanting to be cool and different and edgy and all of these things that I was chasing. And I was sitting in my house looking at seven roofs because I'm in a very basic suburb, which, had again, had you told me I'm very, in a very working class <laughs> suburb. Um, and I'm looking at I all I think these... you could have killed yourself. If I would have told you that, <laughs> and that you would be friends with me, you would be, you'd I'd be, be like, dead of I'm a going to Canada. Overdose. <laughs> I'm going to Canada for maid. Uh, okay, I just got off myself. But I was looking at this thinking just how much beauty there is in being basic, as you know, the kind of term is now. Yes. And there's so I feel so content as long as my and having a relationship that is loving and stable. I, I mean, my biggest asset and superpower, I think, is my husband. He is uh, such a rock for me. And again, if you had ever told me that these words would be coming out of my mouth, I would. I you were like an uber feminist. I mean, I was you know, there's all this talk about like polyamory right now and uh you know this is the media is pushing all of these things that yeah. you know you've got to have and i i was definitely one of those people who tried out oh i was experimental <laughs> you know i was i was you're kind of in a you're very lonely you don't really have a a team leader or somebody that's out there pitching for you, you know? Is there? No, there's no one. I mean, are, am I allowed to say that slut? There's no one. Yeah. There's no you one. You can use the word slut. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what's allowed. Um, I'm used to podcasting where you can say anything. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. When I look at politicians, particularly this election, for example, I don't know who's talking to the reform sluts of the world. And we... <laughs> We are legions. <laughs> there are dozens of us. <laughs> but seriously, look at if you again look at Instagram, which obviously the algorithm is targeting. I'm a geriatric mommy, so it's really targeting yeah. me. And but there's again many old elderly moms. <laughs> You're not old and elderly. You're barely seventy. I'm barely uh. seventy. <laughs> But it's you see all these videos that go viral of women doing their like 
they'll be cleaning and then they'll be doing their club dance. They'll break into their yeah. club dance while they're cleaning right. or they'll they'll say one of my favorites that goes around is somebody when they're trying to make some some macaroni and cheese and then they flick the macaroni and cheese bag like a, a bag of drugs, <laughs> right. like only druggies <laughs> would know. And it's hilarious and it goes around and I'm, and I'm always like, you know the the I do sometimes think the the right has a woman problem because the the rhetoric around women is women. There's a lot of people who used to be party girls who are living in the suburbs now. Who's right. talking to them on the right? And no one's talking to them on the left either because they. Well, I think I'm talking to the. You do. I mean, my party's You're talking were really, to me. really bad. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm talking to a party girl right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. You are. You're, you're giving me a platform. So what is it? Ta- what, <laughs> Representation <laughs> matters, Glenn. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Let me take a quick break because I don't. I, do you have the hour you can spend with yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so let me take a quick break and then we'll be back with uh, British. Uh, British. Uh, Bridget Fetesy, uh in just a second. Bridget, when, when we come back, I I want to talk to you about Tay-Tay and sports. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah. Uh, okay, good. Uh, we'll do that here in just a second. First, uh, our sponsor this half hour is Tunnel to Towers. Ever since September 11th, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has kept true to their word. They've been helping American heroes and their families. It is a it's a pledge that they promised back on September uh, like 12th when they were talking about it, like we've got to do something. Uh, And they uh, started Tunnel to Towers and they did the first tunnel uh, race from I think it's uh, Brooklyn to Manhattan. And uh, they gave that money to help the fallen police officers and firemen. Then as the war happened, they started helping out our veterans, too. And so they have this amazing system to help people that have fallen in the line of duty either overseas or fire or police and they take away the mortgage if there's a family it is uh, something that has made a huge impact in the people that we usually just will see and go oh wow that was bad and then we forget about them they don't tunnel to towers donate 11 dollars a month now to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org 10 seconds station ID. okay so there are two kinds of people uh i think well there's three kinds of people there are people that listen to uh taylor swift and they have become a little a little obsessive about just a little obsessive about it then there are people like i fit into this category i respect her i don't necessarily listen to her music so i don't know much but i think she's a brilliant business person and i have no problem and then there's people like Stu. (laughs) <laughs> who are just like, why am I watching you on Sunday during football? Well, that's a, yes, I am that person. I want to see football on on NFL broadcast. I don't want to necessarily see Taylor Swift. That being said, I'm not anti Taylor, so I don't care. Like, no, I, I know, you know, I know. But it, you know, you do. It, it's it's. I mean, this is brilliant programming. They've taken uh, the NFL and they've merged it with the Hallmark Channel. And that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful combination. It's a love story. Uh-huh. Love. It's, a, it's such uh, an old trope. 
What do you mean? Like the 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 jock and the you know the cool girl, like the the beautiful yeah. cheerleader type and the and the jock. We've seen. So this. which category are you in? Oh, I think she's a psyop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh. I think. That, I think that is hilarious. I do. I posted a meme the other day on my Twitter feed where, you, do you guys remember the everyone who disagrees with me is a Nazi meme that went around? It was a book yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. I posted mm-hmm. it with Taylor Swift and it said, everyone who disagrees with me is a psyop because it's like the other <laughs> side of this. <laughs> like Maybe people just don't agree with you guys, but she, I think it's, I don't know. I find her very wholesome. She's, she, maybe it's just as I've become basic. She's wholesome. Uh, she speaks to the suburban moms. Do you guys hate suburban moms? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I, I don't know if, I mean, in today's world, yes, maybe we hold her up as wholesome. Uh, you know, uh, back, in, back in the good old days of the Salem witch trials, maybe not so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were churning butter back then. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were. I mean, this is, the, this is the trad wife content that always cracks me up. You'll see these like trad wives and they have a lot of cleavage showing and they'll be like, I'm a trad wife. I'm like, I don't think trad wives are showing their tatas on TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I call me crazy. I don't, I don't think is, that's what it is. The, we're never good and we never seem to be able to find the middle. You know, we're we're always one way or the other. And it's like, can can I mean, are we alone? Uh, is is the majority of America still normal? Yes, I live amongst normies, people in media. Uh, you live in Austin. No, that might be normal I don't. For you. I live in a suburb of Austin. So I do not <laughs> live in Austin because it, it, and it is very normal. It is a very normal whole like it, it's actually crazy. My neighbors brought me brisket. You know, I there. I was reading. I was saying the other day. I know I'm getting older because I was reading the bylaws for my HOA, <laughs> and, and, and that is not the joke. The joke is that I was agreeing with them. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there only should be an American flag. <laughs> That's right. I don't want any of these signs. I don't want to know my neighbor's politics, and largely I don't. We make each other cookies and help each other out, and there's a very community feeling to it and that feels normal you know like a a sense of normalcy and and people have each other's backs and it doesn't it didn't i i came from west los angeles it was insane it was it was like mad max (laughs) there you know It, it was very this is is so different and people i don't know they're they they have football parties and they're it doesn't it oh, yeah. still feels like there is a very large portion of America that's normal. I don't think this election in particular inspires very much passion <laughs> out of anyone. I mean, maybe it's a good I thing. I think there's a lot I, of people that are passionate. I think there's a lot of passion for and against Donald Trump. That is where right. the passion lies. Like, right. I, there's no passion whatsoever for Joe Biden. I need to meet these people right. who are like yeah, they, passionate yeah. Biden supporters. They must. They they can't be zero percent. Someone exists. Who's Someone's like, got to. Isn't it, her name is Jill? No, I, I honestly I, I don't even think Doctor Jill no. is passionate about it. She's like whatever. Do you? 
think that with some of this, like the PSYOP stuff is a good example of this. Like there was a conversion at some point where from the idea that people would post things on the internet to make them popular, right? They wanted yeah. likes, right? And like the new Twitter algorithm, right, is interactions. It doesn't right. necessarily reward you for being popular or well-liked or saying things that people agree with. It also rewards you, like, if you say the dumbest thing on the internet that gets retweeted and mocked 50,000 times. Right. And I feel like now we're kind of at that point where people are, like, incentivized to just take the craziest stand they can think of because that's what gets you the, the clout. Yeah. Yeah. It, unless, unless there's a lot of people that actually believe the craziest things they can think of, which in today's world is a real possibility. Mm. All right. Back with Bridget in just a second. <laughs> Stand by for more. It's Friday. So uh, I know she will have completed her journey to the dark side as soon as Bridget says, you know, I, I, I started, you know, prepping just a, a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's, are you there yet? Bridget? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. Reach for it. Uh, imagine, uh, imagine if something goes wrong. What could possibly happen? You know, we're 295 or 94 medications uh, right now that are should be readily available that are not readily available all over the country. That's a problem, uh, mainly because, um, you know, out of the major medications, out of the top of what, 21, I think we make 19 or sorry, China makes 19 of them. Um, if there is ever a real breakdown, we're in trouble. And the Jace medical case, uh, the Jace case, will carry the five most popular antibiotics so you can have them on hand and you don't have to worry about a, a run and a shortage on that. There's already a shortage of amoxicillin, believe it or not. Plus, you can get all of your family's medications for a full year in your home. Go to jacemedical.com, jacemedical.com. Use the promo code PREPARED. The J-A-S-E medical.com. Back with more with Bridget Pettacy next. There is currently a war being waged against America that threatens the very liberty of our nation, and it's not the one you expect. It's not the war against freedom of speech or freedom of religion. It is, believe it or not, the war on beef, our farmers, and our ranchers. Uh, we have Shad Sullivan on with us. You may not have ever heard of him. I don't know why you would. He's a rancher, uh, but he is also part of our CAF. USA. It's a private property uh, rights um, committee, and he is expressing his grave concern that if America doesn't wake up to what is happening in Washington and how it is affecting our farmers and uh, our beef industry, we will be facing hunger very soon. And it's just going to happen and nobody will know about it. Uh, please uh, watch today's podcast. It's uh, episode 208. Millions will start. <laughs> Can we get, I don't know who writes the titles of these podcasts, but they're always really millions will starve episode 208 of the Glenn Beck podcast. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Bridget Fetessy is with us. Hi, Bridget. Uh, I love uh, you. You gotta get, you know, you gotta get them curious. 
<laughs> yes. Right. Millions will starve. I'll click on that. <laughs> I gotta gotta look at that one. Uh, so you know, I I have a hard time because uh, I go back and forth. My job is to inform people on the news and what's going on, and I think you have to pay attention to that. Um, but then I wonder, you know, does that do any good anymore? I mean, because it's a good question. Really, I mean, if you haven't woken up yet. Do you know anybody who's like just coming to and they're like, hey, I noticed something, Bridget. <laughs> Something's not right. Yes. Do you have any? They are? Yeah, I think more and oh. more people every day. I, But I do think this is part of the crisis that we're in. And Stu and I talked about this a little bit yesterday on his show, just this when there's this absence of institutional trust you tend to become more polarized, more radicalized, more likely to believe conspiracy theories and lost. And a, a large population of people, you know, people, I do this series on my Substack letters from the politically homeless. And because my inbox for years now has been people who are red pilled, pur purple pilled, blue pilled, black pilled, white, whatever it is, they feel like they, it's like a confessional. And, so many people will write me and they'll they'll say like, you know, I noticed it was, it was like with the first time I ever talked to you. And I'm like, did you know that there are double standards on the left? <laughs> like, really, Bridget? <laughs> Just an innocent little lamb. I had wow. no idea. But there are those people. But then there's no stopping. And suddenly you're in. Um, there are tunnels under the Getty, you know, or what, whatever, like that, the kind of crazy, please, please. My Zionist master doesn't want to talk about the ghettos <laughs> or the, uh, the tunnels under the Getty. So can we please, uh, please stations edit that out. Please edit that out. All right, go ahead. Just, it goes, it gets into crazy territory, you know, where suddenly, yeah. Because there's not the anything is, to stop you from continuously kind of self-radicalizing. Right, because there is no arbiter of truth. Right. And the problem is, you know, the, you know, the WEF is like, we've got we to restore tr uh, trust. And uh, oh, we've got to, that's why we've got to stop all these people from saying that, you know, there was something wrong with the vaccine or that, you know, right. that we were just trying to take over the world and change the world's economy. <laughs> and you're like, dude, <laughs> that's not going to restore trust. That's going to make it worse because you're lying. Yeah. And so you don't know who to trust anymore. No. And, and so many conspiracy theories have proven to be true. So, yeah, you don't know if the conspiracy, you know, there's that meme that's online. The like Alex Jones was right jar <laughs> where somebody's <laughs> like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you don't know if today's conspiracy theory will be tomorrow's, you know, right. truth Fact. that the media is now respinning to you. The mainstream right. media. And I, I think this leaves people. I'm I'm not exactly sure what to tell how to tell people to deal with that because it can be terrifying and mind numbing and and we all know that a population filled with fear and uncertainty is not a great thing. Well, but the good thing is we don't have a large part part of the population that is unstable mentally or taking <laughs> medication. Uh, so I don't know what you're worried about. I don't, I don't. Or, or heavily armed. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Things are great. I don't see. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to be optimistic, though, and this is where I think we have to zoom 
you know, it's easy for those of us who do this and live and breathe this. It's hard to remember there's only so much I can actually control. What this does go back to kind of basic, even for someone like me who comes from 12 steps, what is what am I powerless over? What what can I turn over? Do I have any trust in God of my understanding at all? Do I trust that this is going as something bigger than me that I can't foresee? Do mm-hmm. I, it, it, you know, what what are my resent, resentments right now? This is such the politics of grievance on all sides everywhere. It's so toxic and unhealthy to live in that perpetual state of like, I deserve more and they wronged me. And it, it's like, Get over yourself. What, if we what could can just, you if do? We could, if we could just every day uh, spend five minutes making a list of the things we're grateful for. Yeah. But, I mean, just a little thing. So I many. am grateful for electricity. Yeah. I'm grateful for clean running water. <laughs> yeah. If we just made that list of the things that we were grateful for and did it every day, I think a lot of that grievance stuff would go away yeah. eventually. I mean, it, 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 all we think about now is how somebody screwed me. Well, that's just going to pile on itself yeah. over and over again until you just want to you just want to destroy everything. You and I know how toxic that is. That is, yeah. you know, that is that is resentment is destructive. It is corrosive. It eats at your soul. It's like envy or jealousy. These are things that yeah. we have control over take, taking a look at. And I do think knowing the very small circle of things that we can control, which is very tiny, really, in our own lives. What are our relationships like? What are, what is, you know, that whole saying cluttered room, cluttered mind? What does our garage look like? Are there projects we could be doing? What are ways in which we can become more competent, even if they're telling you that growing food is more carbon (laughs) spewing and like isn't that scary? Crazy. That is the scariest thing. If you if you don't know this story, I just read it yesterday. That um, the who was it? What what expert uh, organization was this? Like you know, I don't know. Someone the World Health or whatever. It. And they came out and said that uh, growing your food at your own home, a victory garden, basically being self reliant, is worse for the planet. Than going and getting into your car and driving 20 minutes to some farmer's house uh, and getting your food there. That, that makes no sense. None. No. None. And, and it's terrifying that there, that that is the the unsettling thing, the the war on self-reliance that is yes. the the you need to be dependent on all these other I do think this is a a trend I'm seeing even among this is a bipartisan trend I'm seeing online among young people there is like those learning those old skills like baking bread and canning and the younger generations are definitely teaching themselves how to sew and and being competent we are not a competent I mean the power went out for us uh very briefly and during this last kind of freeze in Texas, and I was like, well, this sucks. <laughs> you know, it was 20 minutes. And it wasn't the, power do- the power doesn't even have to go off. I just got a new iPad and replaced the, the one that was busted. And it doesn't have any of the, you know, I don't have the passwords now. And I just sat there last night looking at it like, well, I'm not going to use that. So what do I do? <laughs> 
Do you? Do they still sell stamps? I I don't. <laughs> we are so Just lucky. So it's bad. still yeah. a miracle within a miracle. Yeah. It's still yeah, America's it is. still a miracle within this. I mean, my my daughter's obsessed with the universe because she's little, and so it's learning all about the. And it's like, how. How is this is there's no life that we know of anywhere else, not even remotely close by. That is we're just a miracle within a miracle within a miracle. And I cannot stop saying this enough, because if you ground yourself in that and taking control of what you can control and learning to be more competent and being more of service, how can you help your neighbors you will feel better about life as opposed to doom scrolling on, you know, social media and telling yourself that it's all, we're very comfortable. We still have it so good. She has completed her journey to the dark side. <laughs> she is now ours. Uh, <laughs> Bridget Fantasy, thank you so much. Thank you for having uh, me. It's always a blast. You bet. Columnist from The uh, Spectator, contributing editor. Uh, she does a uh, podcast uh, called Walk-Ins Welcome, and she's the host of the weekly Dumpster Fire. Uh, so check her out at fetacy.com or follow her on Twitter at Bridget Fetacy. All right, back in just a second. Tell me without using your, uh, your words, uh, what it's like to live with pain in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, how many times a day do you do that? If it's a wincing face, you're suddenly walking around and all of a sudden this, this will happen. I'll, I'll be, and my son will say, what, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. And he's like, dad. You just made that face. Uh, you, when you have pain, and especially if it is constant, it is really hard to live with. Um, get back to yourself. You can't take away all pain, but get back to yourself. Get back to where you're, you're moving and you're, you're feeling like a human being and you're not just counting the days. Relief factor. Try it. See if it can help you. Their three-week quick start kit is $19.95. Now, this is a sub daily supplement. You take it for three weeks to see if it's doing anything. But it's, it's designed to reduce, reduce the inflammation in our bodies. By reducing inflammation, we reduce our pain. We also reduce many of the illnesses that we have. Feel better or your money-back guarantee available now at relieffactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, the, uh, the real question that is going to be answered in November, I think, if people inform themselves, is... Do you believe that the way California rules their state is good for the rest of us? Uh, there is something that happened with Proposition 12 in California, and it has just gone worse and worse and worse. Uh, and now it is affecting the entire country. It is a little like the, the gasoline standards and the emission standards of California. California is such a big market that if they decide to do something, it drags the rest of the country along. Uh, and in today's uh, podcast, um, we have um, a rancher who is part of a, 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 a really uh, growing in power, I hope, group that is trying to wake people up, and especially ranchers and farmers 
on what is happening and how we are no longer the breadbasket of the world. In fact, we're far from that, and we are close to uh, real issues of uh, food and global starvation if this doesn't stop. Here, uh, Shad and I are talking about uh, Proposition 12 and how California regulates all of our food. So uh, California just passed Proposition 12. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Massachusetts also pass something like this? I don't know about Massachusetts, but uh, they tried it in Oregon. Mm -hmm. They tried it in Colorado uh, with the Pause Act that would make, you know, any any kind of um, uh, action. If I needed to palpate a cow to or pull a calf out, they made that a felony. They tried to make that a felony. It did not pass in Colorado, and I can speak for Colorado because that's where I'm from originally. Um, only because they we are a one initiative, one ballot initiative state, so we can only have one question on the ballot, and they had two, and it, so it did not get out of committee. Mm. Uh, but they're coming back, and they're coming back with a vengeance through all states. So you said in 2006 we knew that this wasn't going to end. Sure. Explain what California just did and why it affects all of us. Well, uh, with the passage of Prop 12, um, that would that would inhibit. Uh, importers into California that would regulate the people who sell into California under the same rules, which would eliminate, you know, a lot of transactions that they need for their economy. And what they said was the pens have to be even bigger. Yeah. um, And uh, they they want the hogs to be able to turn around. And that apparently the ranchers are saying that's dangerous. For the pigs, Um, but uh, everything has to be augmented. It would cost thousands of dollars for anybody to take these rules on. My first reaction was good. Then let California live in California and no rancher should be changing anything. Let them feel feel the full ramification of this. That's right. But then what do the ranchers do? That's exactly right. Right. And, you know, uh, California is one of our our largest uh, agricultural production states in the union. Uh, In many ways, they are. And there are vast ranches out there that that uh, this this affects all of them, you know, all production. You know, the beef cattle industry is the last bastion of freedom. And and so their ultimate goal is to get to us, and that's how they're doing it, is on the lower levels through you know chicken, uh, pork, and and those other other production means of production. When you say this is the last bastion of freedom, what do you mean by that? Well, as of right now, every uh, every center of production in agriculture is vertically integrated. Uh, we've lost the hogs. China owns the hog production in the United States. We've lost the chicken and poultry uh, sectors to uh, corporate con- control. Uh, we've, we are importing 74%. 74% of our lamb is imported into the United States.